0: This is swish, swish, swish. Hockey! Oh, it's it's, it's over! It's over! It's bam, bam. You have to be willing to rewatch a movie. Oh, hell yeah! Hell yeah! quit, quick, quick! banana. they Bloppy, he's, he's gonna, like gonna aggregate this. Lillard, long range three. Ah! Their defense is atrocious. Atrocious. sort of the rock star. the, rocks are. Right the People. Tiso, Tiso is the official watch of the NBA. Everybody who listens to this podcast knows how I feel about aggregation. I'm oddly I'm intrigued by neck tattoos. By neck tattoos. You know, we love China. We love no play the plan here. It comes and dunk. Shut up and listen. You think you're better than me? Bye. All right. Welcome back to Swish FM. Chris Wendelkin and Ben Kra um ben ben the ben the nba season they call
1: me bay sometimes you can call me ben bay the nba
0: season starting today it's opening day that's
1: right basketball is back
0: basketball is back um we basketball is bay and back basketball is bay basketball is back we uh we for how many years have we played fantasy basketball
1: Boy, I believe the first season was 2011. Yeah. That for some reason sticks out as okay.
0: so at least the like number ten, 10 years or so. Yeah, we um, made it a full we, decade. We've been playing in this league for at least a decade and it finally reached its conclusion of this off-season and we wanted to have a little chat about that and the experience <laughs> of saying goodbye to fantasy. Uh First with each other, and then I thought we would uh, bring on some GMs throughout the league just to sort of hear what their experience has been like, what it's what it's going to be like transitioning. But uh, yeah, that's the plan for today. Um, yeah,
1: well, people love fantasy basketball, Chris. They love um, fantasy basketball content, fantasy basketball podcasts. So we figured, what more interesting thing to provide our listeners than a podcast about a fantasy basketball league? ending and dissolving um and how we how we feel about that yeah um and um yeah i think this is going to be really really fascinating uh, stuff for our audience um and uh yeah i can't wait to dive into to all the uh all the exciting uh little nuances here
0: well let's start there how are you feeling like um how are you feeling? So I th- I'm feeling
1: overjoyed. You're feeling overjoyed, overjoyed Chris. Chris. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. We should give like the, I am floating on air.
0: We should get, give some of the specifics. So basically, we've been in this league for 10 years. Uh, like everyone in every fantasy league everywhere, there's a commissioner who, uh, you know, a month before the, the season, football, basketball, baseball, whatever it is, hockey starts, you get an email about setting up a draft date. And... Our commissioner's always just been really responsible and on it and um, about setting Stal,
1: up. Stalwart, stalwart is the word I often use to describe. Stalwart. Stalwart we should commission. we should name him, uh, uh, by the way, Billy Scafiri, Billy.
0: Yeah. Um, Commissioner Scafiri. Yep. The commish. Guest, a guest here on Swish FM, guest yep. on the OTL. We know Billy. or The audience knows Billy. Um, Billy's been uh, just a great GM and really sort of uh, keeps the league fun and silly and uh you know he's he's done a fantastic job like uh facilitating everything and putting together this this group so billy
1: yeah yeah billy has been he's he's been incredible over the years um just a steady hand at the till at the wheel um and you know sprinkling in lots of little like fun um you know like uh just, uh, you know, the whole, like, energy and kind of character of the league, I feel like he really set the tone. Um, we created the Rodman Award as, like, sort of a, um, a, like a special prize given to uh, not the, the winning GM, but someone who kind of, um, you know, best exemplified the spirit of the league each season. It's um, kind of like a which,
0: lifetime achievement award.
1: Oh yeah, I mean an incredible honor. Um, That's you know over the years that to me became just as um, as desirable as as coveted as as an actual championship um, yep. in our league. Um, I mean the email banter, the just the you know the the, the camaraderie that was created, the friends we made. Um, it was um, it was it was wonderful. It was delightful. It was fantastic. But I have to say. That out of all of the great things that Commissioner Scafiri, uh has done for the league over the years, from its inception um, onward, the the most impressive, uh, most courageous, um, most um, uh, what's the word for it? I don't know. Just really, uh, just bold and. Um, and and fantastic decision that he ever made uh in my opinion was <laughs> to end the league incredible just recently just prior to the twenty twenty one twenty two season um it was a shock it was well i'll I'll let you take the floor to to give a little bit more background yeah. and then we can you know unpack exactly how it all went down
0: yeah, i mean i think um you know. So, like I was saying, you know, typ- typically fantasy GMs get an email from their GM a month or so before a season starts. You set up a draft date. You sort of, you know, lay out the rules, introduce new people, whatever, whatever.
1: I mean, the the pr- each before each season, we would have um, prop prop season yeah, as we like to call I mean, it. You know, pr- that, pr- propositions, proposals was... for new rules, rule changes, which was so so exciting, so much fun. The debates that we that we would have over email. Um, the voting that would take place. I mean, that to me was almost as fun as the season itself.
0: Yeah, definitely. Without a question. I would say the last few years, for me, the league really became more about voting up or down bylaws and propositions as it was about, like, (laughs) um draft like strategy players or whatever yeah. like i don't fucking care about like <laughs> assists <laughs> I'm trying to fucking pass laws
1: yeah um we're trying to trying to create democracy here
0: yeah basically like building Which we did. A, building like a little community building like a little city a little country full of laws yeah <laughs> a shining city on a hill you you might say yeah and and just <laughs> just sort of having this sort of you know, virtual community where, yeah, like we had rules and ordinances and, um, consequences and we would trade ideas and, you know, talk philosophy. It was very beautiful. But when, uh, when that email never came in about setting up a draft, I think it became clear and clear to all of us that like, this might finally be the year where, uh, everyone's just too busy or no one cares or some combination of both of those things. Um, yeah, we should say we've, we've obviously, uh,
1: you know, if it isn't already clear, we have sincerely loved and and enjoyed and adored this league, the experience of, of being members of it, of playing in it. Um, but I think, mm, I don't know, starting when exactly, but over the past, you know, two to three years, I think that, um, I mean, speaking just for me personally, it became more of an obligation. Um, I mean, it was obviously I, you know, I, I, I'm saying all this as three-time defending champion. I, I've won the league <laughs> the past three seasons in a row, including the, the previous season, which was an undefeated season for me, um, <laughs> powered by my my keeper Nikola Jokic, um, who um, I mean,
0: what you know, kind of a psycho? puts in the preparation so much preparation as so as to not lose a single week i mean yeah that is next level like truly troubling like yeah it was sociopathic not a Healthy and way to live not not
1: at all healthy for for the first like seven years of being a member of the league I had a very healthy relationship with yes. it. I participated. I never made the playoffs. I would you know, I was engaged. I would make ads and drops and trades every now and then. Uh my team always stunk and it was just a fun little activity yeah. to, you know, pass the time sometimes while doing other things. And then something changed when um when I uh the, the first season that I had Jokic as a keeper and I was like, Oh, he's really good. I could I could, you know, he, he might actually like help me make the playoffs and then I made the playoffs the first time and then I got to the finals one year and I lost in the finals and I got a taste for what that what that feeling is the feeling of victory and I was like I could I could if I actually like you know put some time and, and effort into this I could be very good at this um, this particular activity and um, I just went way 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 too hard um, I mean,
0: and we all do it's it's I feel like if you have any sort of addictive, or competitive personality like mm-hmm. you know it's the it's it's the nature of sports right it's like being an athlete like if you get one little taste of a victory or like some like that you're getting better that you're improving you become addicted and want to like just keep it, yeah. getting better and better and win more and more and more so you, yeah you, as a consequence you just keep putting more and more and more time into it
1: yeah i spiraled um yeah and i spiraled my way to to perpetual victory um i i was um you know a a perennial powerhouse and um i I like to think that maybe my utter dominance um was perhaps a contributing factor to everyone else enjoying it a little bit less (laughs) um and it becoming more of a like foregone conclusion um but I mean, you know, I don't want to take too much credit for for this, but um but yeah, suffice to say over the years, it became a little bit more of an obligation and a little bit more of something that like you know as you get older you know you you get more serious relationships, perhaps, maybe you have kids, maybe you you know have have more life responsibilities as you mature, and it just became something that was becoming increasingly untenable um and i um I, I wanted a way out. I was looking for a way out. And in fact, in order to get out, I announced at the end of last season that um, the following season, meaning this season, would be my last. I thought I was going to pull myself yeah. a, a Michael Jordan and walk away at the height of my powers cool. um, because I didn't know any other way. I, I knew that I couldn't just yeah. engage casually with this with this thing anymore. I knew that if I was playing, I was going to be on my phone Um, you know, every single goddamn night, um, and
0: every, you know,
1: spare minute of my day.
0: I also think for you announcing like one last time was kind of like, was kind of like you're knowing you well enough. It's kind of like, you're like saying like, we're going to do one last rodeo. I'm going to, and it's kind of like, keep holding yourself accountable in a certain way where it's like, this is the last time I will ever pour myself into an activity like this. I just need to get through 12 months of this. And then I can let my wife and child know, like on the other side of this 12 months is going to be like a new person. Like, yeah, you know, so I do think there's like an accountability factor when you sort of (laughs) put, put it out there and and announce a date.
1: Yeah, um, I knew I had to announce it publicly because that was the only way yeah. for, for I, I needed your and, and the other yeah. members' help, actually, to, to hold to accountable me accountable. To yeah, yeah exactly. Like,
0: well, this is it, Larry. Like, this is it. I couldn't no do, it, after couldn't do it alone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, so uh, obviously, the season is here, and over the last couple of weeks, I think we were all sort of quietly wondering to ourselves, <laughs> like, geez, I, I don't think I missed that email. I, this yeah, the just, email like,
1: hadn't come in. Each then, day that passed, we were like getting a, a little bit closer. And we all we, we
0: all care about the draft so much, prepping for the draft that you know, at a certain point, you have to sort of decide like, what am I doing here? Am I am I gonna am I gonna do this mock draft or am I gonna make my girlfriend dinner? You know, and um, and the more time that went by, <laughs> where those emails weren't coming in uh the more dinners that that you started making and you realize you know what like this is probably more enjoyable Mm. uh, and a better use of my time Mm -hmm. um specifically
1: more enjoyable for your significant other yes definitely definitely and and for yourself yes
0: um so you are feeling great relief today I am. Yeah.
1: The, you know, we started up a little text thread w- with some of the other members, uh, you know, as we were sort of monitoring the, the the passing days and the lack of emails. And we were like, is this, is this possible? Could it be that he just forgot? Is it, and, and it literally felt like that sensation back in grade school when the teacher hasn't said anything about homework yet. And yeah. you're just waiting, you're watching that clock, waiting for the minutes to tick down until that bell rings to see if you can get out of that classroom without a homework assignment. And that is exactly the sensation that we all felt as we, you know, kept eyeing that calendar and saying, oh, dude, it's only a week away. Like, I don't, I don't know if there's, I don't think there's like even time. Like, um, You know, I like maybe, you know, like, oh, gosh, I I hope (laughs) we're talking about how we were hoping one of the uh, one, uh, you know, member of the league who shall remain unnamed. um, We were really hoping that 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 person didn't email the commissioner to be like, hey, what's going on? Are we going to have any homework tonight, Teach? I think you forgot. Um, And lo and behold, I think
0: we were all liable to be that person. You know what I mean? It's like (laughs) it's easy to be like, oh, it's probably would probably be so and so. But the thing is, like any one of us could have gotten the itch. I mean, Oh yeah. You, we could have, we could have slipped. You've won the last three years, but so, you know, it would, any one of us could have been like, you know what? Screw it. This is the year I'm finally going to win. I'm sick of like losing a band. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure that we play this one last year and I'm going to make sure, and I'm going to be the only one that's prepared for the draft because there was a moment probably 10 or 11 days ago where I was like, I have a feeling that, Uh, people haven't been preparing for the draft. And I was at that point. I was was assuming that the league was going to happen. So at the end of September, beginning of October, I was like, you know, reading all the things I read, thinking about all the things I think about. Mm -hmm. And I was like... You had a great
1: keeper, Lamella Ball, to yeah, build around. I, yeah,
0: Lamella Ball. I was like excited to like think about building a team around him, <laughs> how I would structure my team based on the fact that I was going to have Lamella for the next however many years, and then it became clear. It was like, yeah, I don't think this this is this is this is dragging too far, and maybe this is for the best. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're feeling you're feeling good today.
1: Yeah, I am. Um, truth be told, um, I. I'm S- still actually involved in another league, um, which I only recently joined, like a few years ago. Another a fellow member of our league, in fact, Whammy, uh, as uh, you know, all yep. of our listeners are familiar with, the great Whammy, the great NBA insider. Yep. Um, he roped me into a second league um, a few years back, which I am still participating in. Um, I I haven't done the public uh, announcement that this will be my last season quite yet but i'm i'm planning on it i you're gonna have go never one
0: you're gonna go public with them as well
1: i don't i don't know i gotta I'd, I'd like to you know but that's it's not an easy decision to make um i um it, that's a, a that league is interesting because it is a it's kind of a dynasty league or a keeper league where you get five keepers right. and then you can like build and there's like a whole like there's a lot more like there's like draft pick trading and um like tanking is actually like an effective strategy because uh, your draft position for the next season is dependent on your uh, record the previous season. Um, so I've never won that league, but I tanked really, really hard the past two seasons and, and accumulated um, draft picks. So I currently, I, in fact, uh, our draft for that league was just uh, last night uh, at the time of this recording. And I, uh, I have a team um, currently made up of um, Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, um, Carl Anthony Towns, Joel Embiid, uh, Bam Adebayo, Drew Holiday, Lonzo Ball, um, Tobias Harris, like, it's ridiculous, like, I'm gonna, if I don't win, like, so my, my goal, my exit strategy for that league is just to, like, blow everyone away, one, uh, you know, win, win one year, and then just be like, okay, I'm done, um, that's my hope. Um I do wanna be clean, you know. I don't I don't wanna I, I, I don't like the idea of having like a lingering, you know, relationship um with this with this uh with this product. So Okay, so, so I'm, I'm hoping, yeah.
0: I'm curious to talk to you. Uh well I should say how I'm feeling, I guess. I am yeah. feeling pretty um uh you know, good. I mean, this is like for the best. Uh also like conflicted and I think like I, uh, it's def de- Billy definitely made the right decision. Uh, I am also feeling like, um, you know, it's like, uh, is it sad? I don't know. That sadness is the word. It's just kind of like I mean, there's a f- definitely a
1: bittersweet. It's the melancholy. End. Like I can't. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to just like dance something. dance on the grave here. I, uh, you know, the it's uh, completely true that. I love this league and I loved, you know, the you know, just the fun and and excitement of 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 the competition, but also just, you know, the our our fellow GMs, you know, that's that's really what it's all about, of course. Like that's and I can't say like the other league that I'm in with Brandon, I don't know the guys as well. Um so it's not at all the same. Like the whole reason I always, you know, sort of allowed myself to fall back down, you know, off the wagon or on the wagon or whatever it is. Um is because I was like, but these guys are my friends. Like, it's so fun. Like, I don't want to yeah. lose touch with them. And many of them, you know, live on the West Coast. Um,
0: it is adult playtime, basically. Like, it's, yeah. it's, just, like, it's yeah. just like hanging out with your friends vis-a-vis computer stats.
1: Right. Like, I'm texting these these guys that I love. But, uh, you know, otherwise, I'm yeah. terrible at keeping in touch with people. Um, so it was a very good vehicle for just, like, maintaining relationships. And I really hope that... You know, we figure out a way to, to, to keep that intact. Um, but just, you know, the addictive phone tapping until, you know, one o'clock in the morning uh, can can perhaps not be part of that.
0: Yeah, that sucks. I won't miss that. Yeah. I definitely won't miss that. So my question for you is, how will your relationship with the NBA change? Because it seems <laughs> like I what I know about you is that your consumption of the NBA... Mm-hmm. And your knowledge about things related to the NBA, it, fantasy was a big part of that. So you, yeah,
1: about have, ninety ninety to ninety five percent I would say. You still
0: have one foot in the door here with this other league that you're in. So mm-hmm. it, you haven't really totally pulled the plug.
1: I haven't. I will still be engaged for this season, in like, at a, least
0: in sort of a stat. You know, in sort of a stat focused way. Mm-hmm. But do you imagine, like? See for me, I don't. I don't think it's quite the same level of loss because, like, I last year I watched. I think every Nick game.
1: Yeah, you actually like basketball. Yeah, um. <laughs> that's really doing,
0: Yeah, I watched every Nick game last year, and that's, I would have. I mean, that
1: to me is more insane even than like my level of like how like that takes time. Like those games yeah. are two two and a half hours long. Yeah, it was so um, fun. It was so. I'm pretty so sure fun. I won. I'm pretty sure I won the league without like I would catch like bits and pieces of games, but I'm not sure if I watched an entire game start. I mean, to finish. I should
0: have. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I could have drafted more Nick. Like, like it, it got to the point where it was like I should have just drafted all Knicks because those are the players I was watching every night. Um, hmm. And I, so I won't like I won't fantasy not being in my life isn't going to change the way I watch basketball, because it's not like I was watching like Oklahoma city thunder games. You know what I mean? Mm. To see like, Oh, I have the small forward on (laughs) Oklahoma city. So I should see how he's playing. Like I wasn't, I wasn't watching and caring about the game like that. So Mm. for me, I don't know that a lot will change as a fan and a consumer of basketball because like I, I still will watch my favorite team and watch them enthusiastically. Um, and I wonder though, for you, it seems different, like you don't i you know like you don't seem really attached to any one team or player or anything like that, so I don't know like what so what happens to you after. <laughs>
1: It's a really, really good question. It's a deep and cutting
0: question, Chris. You know, um, you, know, you, know you know, like what I'm saying, right? Like, of course, like yeah. Fantasy, no, no, no. Like I know you well enough that fantasy is like your way in. It's my
1: yeah. It's my window, my gateway in. Um, and
0: whereas, like, I have the Knicks, so like, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna be involved in caring and thinking about the league, regardless. And in mm-hmm. some ways, like, if I'm comparing apples to apples, like, I put more energy into. Reading about the Knicks and following the Knicks last year than I did my fantasy team. Yeah, um, and kind of that makes sense to me. Like I actually cared about that team. Like I actually, I actually wanted to see them do well. Versus, that's a healthy like, thing to to
1: care. Yeah, as, versus like as studying.
0: Like, is Patty Mills going to get twenty minutes tonight for the Spurs? It's like who? I, right. Who is this person? This is just some arbitrary thing.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's a it's fantasy is a weird like I used to think that it was the best way to enjoy the game because it may, it gave you an investment and an interest in players and teams uh, that you yeah. otherwise would not, so you were able to have you know I I told myself a a you know greater breadth of of appreciation and you know I love all the players they're all great because they could all be on my fantasy team, right. <laughs> um, but it turns out that I was only using these men. Yeah. I was... They were purely numbers to me. And, I mean, that's not entirely true because I did really relish drafting you know I, yeah. I had my favorites obviously I loved Nikola Jokic yeah, not just yeah, because he yeah. powered me to multiple championships but because he's the most fun fucking yeah. player to watch you and I love about
0: new players and you yeah and like,
1: like I mean d- like you know weirdos like Jonathan Isaac and DeJounte Murray and like where I was um... so excited
0: to draft Isaiah
1: Stewart and watch him play. oh yeah like,
0: like you develop like uh oh I love this kind of a guy I want to see him play and develop and become really good in the league right so, yeah, right fantasy is great for that but I remember asking as I was leaving fantasy football thinking like it's not good or healthy to know the second and third string running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like that doesn't add value to my life. Like having knowledge that the second string running back for the Jaguars is going to get 12 to 15 carries and might compile like 70 yards and score a touchdown. It's like, what, what does this ultimately mean? Like I, Mm. like it, I I don't even know that that's, like, a measure of that person being a good football player. But beyond that, like, who the fuck cares? Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah,
1: It's, um... I mean, who the fuck cares about any of
0: this? But I do think there's a... You can sort of uh, delude yourself playing fantasy sports that... Because you have figured out how certain players compile certain stats that they're, like, a great player or something. When, in fact...
1: Yeah. I mean... uh, like i was i was never under the the illusion that my fantasy talent was like at all like you know relevant to real like i wasn't obviously i'm not a i am an nba insider but i am not a a professional you know nba um journalist uh well i am a journalist you know yeah it's hard to exactly uh Categorize what we do here, but it's hard to, but yeah, no, no, no. like speaking, uh, like unironically though, like I I knew that, like, right, having an in-depth knowledge of of like fantasy stats didn't actually mean you like understood that like the game, like you know, uh, or like what kind of players had actual value in real life. Um, uh, but yeah, so that was I don't know, it was yeah, it just. What am I trying to say? I think it just became a little too. It just like I, I. also don't want this to be any kind of like shaming or scolding to people who do still very much enjoy fantasy because. Oh, no. I think it's, it's, the it's fucking a best.
0: Don't get me. Yeah. I, I if if three days ago Billy was like, "All right, we're gonna do the draft on Monday." I've been like, "Great." I hope I. I can't wait to draft Isaiah Stewart, and I want to crush everyone in the league. Right. Yeah,
1: it's incredibly fun. Um, but my my question to you, there's is also like, a chance in like three years we'll just be bored and like <laughs> I think it'll happen. Anyway. <laughs> the league will just, uh, you it's know, just somehow a gap year. Yeah, um, that's entirely possible. But before my question
0: we... to you was, like, how will your relationship with the game of basketball change without fantasy? Do you think like can you imagine yourself like? Just so, not watching it all yeah, ever like, again? On like, on like a Tuesday <laughs> or a Wednesday night, are you going to put on a basketball game because you no longer are like staring at Jokic's stats? Do you, you know? Yeah.
1: Um, to be honest, I think that I will take a break from the game um, similar to my break in the mid to late aughts. Yeah. Um, this is really the mid of. aughts. Yeah. Um, but, but, I... And I want to make sure that I, like, don't in any way, like, impose this or force this or even, like, um, you know, steer him in any direction. But if my son, who's now four and a half, almost five, um, if he gets into the sport of basketball, um, I would be excited to, like, jump back in with him. um, Which is what I did with my dad, who was not a big Hoops fan, but became one, became a huge Knicks fan because of me. Um, And, you know, that, to me, like
0: yeah the that thing seems is like a natural progression
1: like, yeah, yeah. The, the reason honestly that i stopped watching actual games on television is because like i can't just tell my wife and son like oh hey i'm gonna just be in front of the tv for the next three hours like right at bedtime <laughs> or dinner time um right. but um so that's kind of like honestly more than anything like if i had no other uh, obligations in life. Sure. I'd love to like sit and watch basketball every night. It's, it's incredibly relaxing. It takes your mind off of all the other horrible shit going on in the world. And um, it's just, yeah, it's extremely pleasant to hear the voices of Mike Breen and Clyde Frazier on your, on your television. Um, so that is a luxury that I, I, I know that I'll always, you know, have that as like a, a sort of source of pleasure. Um, but I think I can't really like, you know, I don't I just don't really have the the time or the ability to to indulge in that again until I can like sort of comfortably do it if I'm able to, um, you know, do it with other members of my family. And, you know, the, the other thing is like my wife, Kate's not a sports fan, yeah. um, which is f- totally fantastic because I think that it kind of, you know, I don't know. I mean, it'd be cool if she was, sure. Um, but I also, I don't know. Now I'm kind of rambling. Um, I'm trying not to be, like, at all judgmental about any of this. and um, But, yeah, so the fact is that I think enjoying it with other people yeah. is really the only way I'll be able to, like, get back into it because enjoying it by myself, like, hu- like you know. It's terrible. W- I mean, watching bet- a game on my phone, like, under bedsheets is just, like, it, it feels dirty. And it again, feels wrong that, and I don't want to do it. <laughs> that was
0: always the Fantasy League's greatest value was like bringing people together. Yeah. Like uniting yeah. them in this thing. It, because yeah. ultimately like sports and entertainment is social, like should, it's, it's best as a social experience, not as like a, I'm going to watch this thing by myself in my room. It's like, no, yeah. I want to go to the bar with three of my friends and... Watch this stupid game that people seem to care about, like who care and it doesn't even matter who's playing or if I even like the sport. The point is like I want to be in a group with these people and enjoy this thing and we'll all scream at the TV together when something cool happens.
1: Exactly. Um, and we should also point out that th- what we are doing right now, Chris currently speaking to each other, um, which is a wonderful experience, would not be happening if it were not for our fantasy basketball league. It was sure. because of that league that you sent an email out, random email, uh, you know, whatever it was four years ago now, um, being yeah. like, hey, guys, I think I might start a basketball podcast. Any of you guys want to come on as as guests? And I replied, like, totally, that'd be awesome. Um, and, you know, history was yeah. made in that moment. Um, and the fact is that I spent more time composing you know just thousand word emails um <laughs> uh, at the beginning and end of the season and and just like i mean you know you and i would uh just go on these literary excursions talking about you know our teams uh in 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 text message form i mean these impassioned essays back Literal and forth like about letters,
0: w- like, like yeah, like letters just of war, from war,
1: creating a just a delightful fantasy world of like uh, you know what our what our what we were doing as GMs, how we were like talking to our players, and like yeah, it was it was wonderful, it, it was fantastic. Um, and I will always cherish those memories. Yeah. Um, I'll
0: miss it. I'll I'll think so fondly of it. I'm grateful to have some free time. Uh, to refocus my energy on other things. And uh, I feel really grateful that my favorite team, the Knicks are going to be good and interesting again. So like, I don't feel like, like the sport is still there. You could still Mm. watch it. You can still follow it. You can still keep up with your favorite players. And i will say the-
1: two two players that i drafted on my uh my other fantasy team yeah kemba walker mitch robinson
0: oh very good very nice
1: yeah very had nice. to do it yeah um, yeah. so i i will certainly be yeah. i'll be tuning in i'll, I'll be keeping tabs
0: yeah. if
1: not watching full games in their entirety
0: all right well there it is um Anything else we sh- I guess the NBA season opens tonight Ben so the basketball is back Nets um are fantasy pl- is
1: dead Nets but- are
0: playing the Bucks and the Lakers are playing the Warriors two pretty mm. marquee matchups here on opening night on TNT for the NBA You have a feeling either way about either matchup the uh Nets at Should Bucks. we
1: do some um what was the uh, at the at the very beginning of this podcast, you used to do the uh, the betting lines, right? Oh, yeah, over, Let yeah. Pull them up. Let's so, let's get some of those going. Let's all right. Fire that so tell out. me, all right, Ben, if we can't me. play fantasy sports, we can still bet like a couple of degenerates, right?
0: Yeah, a couple of degenerates. That's right, Ben. Yeah. Um, so tell me, who is favored here? The Bucks or the Nets? Who's favored and by how much? Mm, wow, a rematch
1: of the Eastern Conference uh, semifinals. Is that right? Semifinals. Yeah. Um well, let's see. Um I'm gonna have to go with the Bucks because I think the Nets are gonna be a little discombobulated after all the uh, you know, the Kyrie Michigas, and I think that the Bucks are feeling good. They finally got a little swagger in their step after uh winning that LOB last year. So um I like uh I like Drew Holiday's chances against uh Patty Mills bruce brown who who's their point guard now i assume that
0: patty mills is gonna be the starter tonight starting
1: point guard patty mills um the big three patty (laughs) kevin well i guess harden is their starting point guard um and patty's maybe patty will play off ball yeah 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 uh that would make a lot more sense all right Um, how many
0: points are you favoring the bucks by uh i'll
1: go bucks by uh by two and a half
0: wow it's milwaukee a point and a half Oof, so so all right. Vegas thinks it's going to be pretty close. I yeah, gotta tell yeah. you, I mean, it's funny. Maybe maybe it's opening, because it's opening night, maybe it's because it's, I, I assume that they're going to do some sort of like ring ceremony or some like championship mm. bullshit. Is it in Milwaukee? It's in Milwaukee. Mm, yeah, there you so go. So I assume that maybe like they're thinking that uh, it's going to be like a very emotional night for, for all the Milwaukee players or something. But there was a scenario where I was like, well... I bet it'll be like, yeah, the Bucks win our favorite by, like, a point or two. Or I could totally also see a scenario where the Nets win by, like, 25. Yeah. <laughs> like KD scores 45 points. Right. Harden has, like, 35 and 20. Yeah. And the Nets just, like, are out for blood. They want to, like, seek revenge for yeah,
1: that, I can definitely see a scenario where they're just like, taking out all their like frustration on Kyrie and just being like you know what fuck him we're just going to absolutely steamroll everybody now and we don't need him I and
0: did, yeah I did a Amir's podcast last night and uh, we we talked like over unders for projected wins oh yeah and I think the Nets number shout was, out buckets shout outs buckets yeah, um, yeah, I think the projected win total for the for the Nets is 56 and a half and uh last year's team won however many games it was over 72 games but i i like projected it what it would be over 82 and they would would have won like 55 games so it's like i'm pretty sure this team is going to be as good as last year's team even even if kyrie only plays like half the season even let's say he doesn't play at all i still think this team is going to be playing with such an enormous chip on their shoulder that, um, like it, if KD just has to score more, if Harden just has to score more and dish more, like I, I don't think it's going to be a problem. I think the Nets are going to be really, really good and, uh, it could be a long season for everyone in the NBA who's not, uh, playing for the Brooklyn Nets.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that's entirely possible. Um, and then, what was the other game?
0: The other game is uh, the Warriors are visiting the Lakers tonight in the in the mm. West Coast matchup. So, who you got? Who you favoring here, and by how many points?
1: Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Warriors by. It's in uh, at Staples Oracle? Center. At Staples oh, at Center. Staples. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Huh. Um. I'm still gonna go Warriors. I think that uh, you know. They're going, to be, they're going to be hungry. They're going to come out with a little chip on their shoulder. Um, you know, the Lakers still kind of have to figure out that whole Westbrook experiment, which did not look so good in the preseason. Not that I watched, but I heard from other NBA podcasts that it's uh, looking a little shaky with Russ uh, running the show there. Um, so, yeah, I'll go, uh, I'll go Warriors by, uh, by two
0: points. Warriors by two? all right Jake. is
1: it are these lines are always is there always a 0.5 in the line
0: yeah they basically oh, okay. want you to pick yeah right
1: right uh, all right so i'll go uh i'll go i'll go uh you know what? i'm gonna go warriors uh wait so remind me the game is that we have to guess what the line is not yes. what we think yes um so i'm gonna guess that the line is is warriors
0: 1.5 and the correct answer is lakers three and a half what come on yeah yeah I guess they're giving a know, big nod the, for uh, home court advantage. That home,
1: there. that home crowd, that Lakers crowd, really. Yeah, I agree them with up. you.
0: I I think it's going to be closer. I, I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, and I'm not bullish on the Lakers here. The uh, the Lakers with Westbrook and LeBron. So um, yeah, curious to see. Yeah, if, uh, and
1: the Warriors are very very good without James Wiseman. Because uh, Draymond's basically their center now, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be uh that's going to be a, a pretty pretty awesome team again, I think. Um, Jordan Poole doing his Clay Thompson impersonation. Yeah. Um I'm very excited to see uh Otto Porter Jr. Um I that guy was like one of my like favorite little like fantasy studs for like one season and then he just got derailed by injuries, but I feel like yeah. he's he's got a chance to make a little comeback um enjoy some floor spacing there so uh yeah that'll be that'll be a fun team to watch that i will will be watching
0: but (laughs) i was gonna say we will be watching but in truth uh (laughs) you will not be watching Ben. i
1: will be watching the box scores because uh i do have steph curry on my on my team
0: well i will be watching um and uh look forward to another another are those the only two games yeah, yeah, first two games mm. tonight, and then tomorrow we rip the Band-Aid off. All the other all the other teams play. Right, right. So uh, we, are, we are off and running here, Ben. Um, wow,
1: another year, another season. Another
0: year, another season. We just keep churning out these episodes. Thank you for talking. As always, reminder to our audience, if you enjoy the podcast, leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get the show, also, if you want to support us, we're a completely independent uh, podcast, free of ads. You can purchase a, uh, a sweatshirt, a T-shirt, a, a a pet bandana, a tote bag on our website, swishfm.com, and uh, that's it. Ben, I will.
1: Yeah, the merch is uh, is flying off the shelves. Really I, I, I'm seeing a lot of buzz on the social media. Yep.
0: Absolutely, you don't want to
1: be you don't want to be the last person on your block That's right. to uh, to have a Swish FM uh, t shirt or hoodie or tote bag. Right. Um, they come in a variety of colors now, um, yeah. variety of sizes and styles. They just so. I just
0: saw that they issued that uh, the team purple. Team Purple Swish FM T-shirt, of course, for Laker Nation out there in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm, so if you're a Laker mm-hmm. fan, go go cop the, uh, the the Team Purple Swish FM T. That one is a hot seller right now.
1: Yep, yep. So um, and then the 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 peach is also now available. Uh, or the, that...
0: La, the M- LaMelo Ball uh, Peach Sherbert flew. Ugh. I mean, we uh, we had yeah. to back order it. Uh, that thing was selling like hotcakes. Yeah, so there's yeah. a
1: lot of you know a lot a lot of um, supply chain uh, problems, <laughs> but not for us. Not, not for, for Squish FM. We have special sources, special manufacturers. That's right. Um, we are not at all imme- um, vulnerable to those um, those supply issues and issues. other. That's right. Yeah. uh uh-uh. Um, you will never be left out in the cold. Um, if you uh, if you hop on that website and yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, Ben. A pleasure as always. We will talk to you next week.
1: All right. Uh, it's always fun. It's always fun to do the pod.
0: You've been listening to Switch. 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 Switch have, 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 have.